Hello. Welcome to the Haas Lady Podcast, where I help you declutter your life and your home. Can you believe it's December? Like, that's that's crazy, right? It's not just me. Everyone around is like thinking it's still 2020. <laughs> and like, we're going to turn around and it's going to be 2022. I kind of feel like, you know, 2020 was kind of a blur, right? But like, 2021 was pretty much like the Tasmanian devil just coming in and like tearing it up. Just leaving a big old pile of crap behind. So yeah, uh, you're probably already decorating for the holidays, or maybe you're about to start. Lots of people do that this time of year. You know, they bring out the boxes of pretty little things that they set out around the house. Snowmen and trees and sleighs and balls and figurines and candles. Some people just put up a tree, maybe just a wreath. Some cover every last inch of their house in festive happiness. <laughs> and then some just don't do it at all. And that's fine. Whichever one you are, whichever holiday you celebrate, there is a way to have a holiday season without overcluttering your house. Now me, I like to spend hours upon hours decorating my apartment for the holidays. I love the lights and the colors and the glitter. I think I can say glitter is my favorite color. <laughs> no, it's purple. But glitter is a solid second. Anyway, so I am one of those who clears off every surface and then covers it back up with holiday goodness. I have a Christmas tree in every room. I have all the decorations and blankets and pillows, and it's just my favorite time of year. But y'all, I practiced my three steps, right? You remember the three steps? You declare, you clear, and you reset, all right? So I clear the space of all the normal everyday decorations, okay? And then I declare the space for the new decoration, and then I reset the space. I put out all the pretty decorations. And yeah, I know that's out of order, but I'm telling you, it really doesn't matter the order as long as you get it done. Okay. So if we are trying to have a holiday that you are reducing the clutter, you need to start out with less clutter, right? So I remove the non-holiday decorations and add the Christmas decorations. If you are planning on buying your kids any toys for Christmas, maybe you should kind of do the same thing, decluttering the playroom or the toy box. So one way I love to do this is for sure to get the kids involved. It is such a great gift to give your child the gift of an organized and uncluttered space. So here's an idea of what you can do. Go out and grab some moving boxes or some Rubbermaid totes. Grab about 10 and you're going to label each box with a type of toy. And if they can't read yet, maybe just take a picture or draw, but you're going to put Dolls and cars and Legos, dress up, stuffed animals, books, art supplies, games, etc. Label all the boxes. One says dolls, one says cars, one says Legos, one says dress up, 
Then get the kids to start categorizing their toys. Have them put every toy in its box. Every toy. Regardless of if you're going to keep it or not, you go ahead and put it in the box. Okay, the reason we do this is so that the child can then see all the toys they have of that type. Like, you know, if they have 20 baby dolls and they're scattered all over the house, but when you put them all together in one spot, you can see like, oh God, geez, we have a lot of baby dolls. And then you just have the child decide where they want to put the baby dolls in a cubby or on a shelf or in a toy box. They only get to keep what fits in that space. So you're finding the space you want to put the dolls. You declare it. And then they get to decide what stays and what goes. But it has to fit. Anything that doesn't fit in that space. They get to share their toy with another kid who doesn't have any baby dolls. I mean, really, you got to get rid of that doll. And you got to really talk it up, you know, like you got to come on. We got to like share these toys. We've played with these toys. We're going to get new toys. Let's put these ones away. You're going to know what they're going to get for Christmas. So you can kind of encourage them to save room for any of those new toys, right? Remember, it doesn't fit in the space. They have to get rid of it. Now you can do this before Christmas, before the holidays. You can do it after. Either way, when you get the new toys in, it might be a great time to go ahead and Organize all the toys, including the new ones, and decide what gets to stay. Decide what fits. If it doesn't fit, it needs to go. Now, let's say you have a little kid, you know, like a toddler, which, by the way, toddlers are my favorite. Um, may, well, that's not true. <laughs> the three-year-olds, they can get kind of mean, but when they're little and they're learning how to talk and play with things, oh my God, they're so cute, right? Okay, anyway, back back to what I was saying. So um, when you have a little kid, right, a little baby, they have so many toys, right? Why don't you do like a, a rotation of these toys? You can do like a two-month rotation idea where you box up about maybe three-fourths of their toys, put them in a storage or in an attic or whatever, and then every two months you pull out a couple boxes of toys you take that first batch that you'd left out and you put those in storage and you just keep rotating these every couple of months. Kids are never going to play with everything they have. And if you rotate them out, they are going to get excited because it's like new toys. Have you ever like sent your kid into their bedroom to clean and they're like, you know, digging up under the bed and they find, you know, the little fire truck that they forgot they had? And then all of a sudden, they can't do anything but play with that fire truck. It's because they haven't seen it. They haven't really missed it. But then all of a sudden, they get it. Like, oh, I remember that. I love it. I want to play with it. All you got to do is get those toys in a rotation. And I promise, they probably won't even miss it. But if you do that every two months, not only are you keeping the clutter out of your house, but you're you're reducing some overwhelm for your kids. All that stuff, it's kind of overwhelming. It's, it's very stimulating. And they probably don't need that, right? So just rotate your toys out. Trust me, if you put a whole lot of those toys away before Christmas, they're going to want to play with the new toys anyway. And then, you know, come February or March, 
start doing another rotation. I promise you'll thank me. I have the best tip for gift giving this season. Are you ready? Do you want to hear it? Game changer. Are you ready? (laughs) If you really, if you really want your family member or friend to actually receive something they will love and use, actually ask them what they can use. Mind blown. Don't just assume you know what someone wants. It's okay to ask them for a list. You might be thinking, like, that's the worst idea ever. I hate that because that takes the surprise out of the season. Well, here is the real surprise. It's not about you. When you give a gift, you give them a gift they will actually use and enjoy. If you see the cutest little tabletop Zen garden and you think, oh my God, Jim Bomb could really use that because he's always so stressed out. Instead, maybe he's stressed because he can't pay his electric bill. So maybe that's something you can gift him. So you have to ask for these things. What is something you really need this holiday season? Unless it's ridiculously out of your price range. Just get them what they really want or need. I think about that scene in the Christmas story when Ralphie has to try on that damn pink bunny rabbit outfit. He hated it. And the relative who made it for him made it so that she could see him look cute. She made that gift for her own reasons. Did she actually think a preteen boy would want that kind of outfit? Or did she just assume he would because she had an expectation that he would love it. Think about that for a minute. Have you ever been so excited to give someone a present because you just knew they were going to love it? You did not really know. You just assumed they would because you had a vision of them using it or opening it or whatever. You were setting it up so that you could feel proud of the gift you got them. And then they open it and you're both disappointed when the joy and happiness of the moment is completely sucked out with a, oh, wow, thanks. While they put the whatever back in the bag and look around for the next gift. If you want to feel joy in giving someone a gift, just give them something they legit need or want. I do this thing with my kids and have for years and years and years. They get four things for Christmas. I decided this after all the times of just buying and buying and buying and then realizing maybe one kid got too much and so I needed to go make it even. So I would go buy something else and then maybe more and more and more. It was just nuts. So to take that clutter and stress out of the Christmas gift season, I tell them they get four things. They get something they want, something they need, something to wear, something to read. Four things. Now, they can give me a list a mile long of any of these things, and I get to decide what I can afford and what would be practical to purchase. And they're still somewhat surprised come the day. Another great way to make sure you are getting your family members something they aren't going to just like donate to Goodwill in a few months, ask them for an Amazon wish list. (laughs) Seriously. 
teachers do it for their classrooms. I mean, it just makes sense. Have them share that list with all the grandparents and all the cousins and whoever. That way you know what they actually want and need and not what you think they want or need. When you buy things for others that they really don't need, they end up feeling super guilty about getting rid of that thing when they never use it. How many times have you wanted to purge something and thought, oh God, Aunt Martha bought this for me. If she knew I got rid of it, she'll never speak to me again. No, Aunt Martha's going to be okay. You don't need the clutter and you don't want to pass on more clutter to someone else. trying to have a less cluttery Christmas, less cluttery holiday season, you might want to consider giving gifts that aren't even tangible, you know, like a service or like something digital. Y'all, my sister gave me a website domain for an entire year. She freaking did that for my Christmas present. That was incredibly awesome. I needed it. I wanted it. It's useful. And it doesn't take up any space in my house. What if you paid your adult children's bills? What if you bought someone a year of Amazon Prime or Netflix? You could do concert tickets. You could purchase a trip, maybe something on their bucket list. Donate to charity in their name. If you have young grandchildren, offer to babysit one night a month. And then give the happy couple a gift card for a few date nights movie tickets, dinner, a show. Instead of giving video games or movies, consider giving them the digital code to download the game or movie. Then they don't have to keep up with all the boxes and cartridges. I tell you what, the one thing I wish my parents or anyone really would have done is maybe just pay one of my bills. It was always so expensive that time of year. Like the electric bill in February when it's freaking frigid outside. That would have been an incredible gift. Also, really great gift for like teachers, employees. Don't give them any more coffee mugs for real. Give them a gift card. Give teachers the gift of volunteering for a day. Doing some of the tasks they can never seem to get caught up on. Or maybe for your employees. I mean, if you have the ability or something, maybe give them a half day off. Merry Christmas! Here's your bonus check and go home, relax. I'm telling you, when you run to Walgreens a few minutes before the Christmas party, the family get together to buy a pair of house shoes and a scarf for that new uncle that just married into the family, don't do that. Gift cards are not impersonable. They are consumable. They don't take up space. And they are allowing the person you're getting it for a chance to pick out something they will actually want and use. And if you think it is taking the fun out of it, you can always put the gift card in something like a super funny, maybe a loving card. People want to feel connected. They don't want the crap. Just go for the things that you know the recipient will actually use and not shove in the closet only to forget about in a couple of months. Give the gift of non-clutter. Remember, it's not about the stuff. We don't need any more stuff. And we don't need to buy someone a gift only to make ourselves feel good about it. It's not the point. And here's another thing. Maybe ask somebody, 
what can I get you for Christmas? What do you need? And what is something you want, but maybe you aren't willing to buy for yourself? Guys, if you're listening, kids, if you're listening, do that for your mamas. Please ask them, hey, hey, ma, what can I get you for Christmas? She's going to say, oh, I don't know. Nothing. I just, I don't know. I just want to be with you. I just want to have a Merry Christmas. It's on them to reply, right? If they come back with a, I don't know, then you get to ask again until you get an answer. People aren't used to just speaking their true wants. It's uncomfortable. It's icky, right? That's just how society has taught us how to be. Don't speak up and say what we want. When all that really does is create more stress. Let's normalize a society where people are not afraid to speak up and say what they actually want. It's not taking the fun or the the joy out of a holiday. If you can give somebody a gift that they're actually going to use and not just toss out the window, there's nothing wrong with that. You're not doing it for yourself. And if you're thinking, that's so like, that's so not cool. Like, I want to do something more for them. What's more important? You feeling good about the gift or them actually saying, oh, thank God. I wasn't sure how I was going to make my car payment this month. Or thank God. Thank God my electricity is not going to get cut off. Thank God. Look, honey, we got some date nights here. And we have a babysitter. You're not buying gifts to make yourself popular or loved or to get that thank you or because you think you might get something in return. Oh, that's another one. Don't get me started on that. Well, Martha got me something. I guess I got to go get her something. Do you think Martha did that because she wants something in return? Or do you think she got you something because she really loves you? How to have a non-cluttered holiday. There's, it, it goes both ways. You don't want to give a gift to someone that's going to clutter up their house. And you don't want to receive a gift that you're never going to use. So A, you get to say, hey, I really need this. And you get to ask, hey, what can I get you that you're actually going to use? Done. It's practical. And if you think about it, you can always, if you just, if they refuse to give you an answer and you just have absolutely no idea, get them something that's like consumable, like sausages or chocolates or I don't know, the wine of the month membership or something. Something that's not going to take up a whole lot of their space. We want to declutter our lives. We don't need more crap right? Okay. All right. Here's your call to action for this week. Okay. So you just had Thanksgiving dinner. You just cooked whatever you cook. You got out some kitchen gadgets that maybe you don't always use. What about the other gadgets that even on that rare occasion of a Thanksgiving meal, you still didn't use? Like that mandolin, the weird crinkle cutter for the carrot. What about any of those random things in your kitchen? That you you just didn't even use this year. Are you going to use it for Christmas when you make almost the exact same meal again? Maybe. But this is a great time to do some inventory in your kitchen. Just get rid of some more things. You don't need all that. All those gadgets, all those little tiny appliances and things. 
maybe it's a good time to just go ahead and get rid of some of those, right? So that's your call to action this week. Go ahead and do a little inventory on your kitchen gadgets. Go ahead and get rid of those that you just, you know, you didn't even use for Thanksgiving. So you're probably not going to use them for Christmas either. And guys, I hope you found this information helpful. Get your kids involved. Do some decluttering of the toys. Do some rotating for the baby toys. Get your adult children something they can actually use. You know, there's all kinds of things you can do. Get creative. So that's your call to action. Guys, I hope you had an amazing Thanksgiving. And I am so, so excited for this month of December. It is my favorite time of year. I think I've said that about a thousand times. I'll say it again. It's my favorite time of year. <laughs> and if you want to get me a gift <laughs> for, for this holiday, maybe write me a little, a little review or give me a, a rating. Share the podcast with someone you know. So give somebody a gift that doesn't require a lot of clutter. And be prepared to give someone the answer when they ask you, hey, what do you want for Christmas? You can say, this is what I want. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I promise. All right, guys. Have a great week. I'll see you next week. Let's get to it. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to my Host Lady podcast. My name is Becky. And I cannot wait to share more ideas with you to help you get your environment and your mind to a more organized space. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please leave me a review and share with your friends. Until next time, let's get to it.